You know, when I think of one of the rawest emotions, because y'all know I love emotions, I'm just like a professor of emotion without the doctorate or degree. But a simple cry, I think, is one of the most beautiful forms and powerful forms of expression. I don't quite see it as a weakness. No, 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 no. You know, when I'm reading through scriptures, often people cry out to God and God hears their cry and answers their prayer. They didn't yell out to God. They didn't necessarily beg to God. They weren't annoying. They weren't complaining. They cried. They cried out. They cried out for forgiveness, for grace, for help, for security, and their cry was answered. You know, if your baby or your little brother or sister or somebody is crying, what do you do? You probably run to go help them, or maybe you let them cry it out because you're super annoyed and you're like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> you understand? We all have a side to us, but normally we're going to soothe our loved ones who are crying because we recognize how beautiful and how open and how raw that emotion is, you know. In that moment, they are expressing a deep need, a desire, and it's on us to do something about it. As we grow, we get rigid, don't we? You know, we turn a cold shoulder even to ourselves. Something interesting about me is I used to cry a lot <laughs> when I was younger, uh, when I think back about it. Um, I remember in baseball, I remember I would cry if I struck out, I would just cry. Like, I was so soft, man. <laughs> I was so soft, I would cry, or I remember any time I'd go see my father, because my father lived in another province, so about a 12-hour drive or, you know, about an hour and a half flight, but I didn't see him all that often. And anytime I would see him and then I would leave, I would just cry, you know, I would just bawl my eyes out. And there's so many situations and instances in life where when I was younger I would just cry and then as I grew older I realized I never cried you know and I looked at it as a sign of strength and I realized I was actually starting to become numb to things you know I taught myself how to turn a cold shoulder to my own emotions to myself now, I'm not saying every time you're sad, go cry and scream out to everybody on all that note, but what I am saying is cry out in spirit, you understand? It's very important that we humble ourselves, you know? Cry out in spirit, you know? Speak vocally when you're by yourself. What do you need? What are you worried about? What is bothering you? Speak it out, get it out of your system and ask for help, no matter what you believe in no matter the God you believe in, no matter if you're an atheist, you still have to release, don't you? And a simple cry is single-handedly, I think, one of the most powerful forms of expression. I think God loves a simple cry because in that moment, God gets to be a parent. That's what God wants to do. God wants to comfort. God wants to be there. God, there, God wants to be in a relationship with you. Now I know the atheists are like, man, Heinz, you really got to speak about God? Yeah, because God is real. 
but love to all and their beliefs. But God wants to be in a relationship with you, right? It's not going to force the relationship. But when you cry out in spirit, when you cry out and say, I need help. The weight of life is, it's weighing me down. And my vision is, it's getting blurry and I don't know who to trust. I don't know how to trust myself. I need help. Now are the clouds gonna open and is somebody gonna drop down from the sky and sit down and have a conversation with you? No, most likely not. But are you gonna come across somebody the next day and have a conversation and maybe in that conversation they say something that illuminates something within you and sparks an idea or offers a reflection into something you didn't see before. And the next thing you know, you're on the path of healing. You know, the other day I was talking to a friend that I haven't seen in a minute, and uh, we were talking about mentors, and I said, I haven't had a mentor in a really long time, you know? I had a couple mentors when I was younger, I did. When I started to get creative, I had two different mentors, and they were both Rastas. And this was even before I had my dreads and, you know, I started to see life through a lens that, you know, was influenced by Rastafarian beliefs and, you know, other things as well, you understand? But I had two mentors who inspired me greatly. And then I became the mentor for people in my life and I became a mentor to myself. And then I found myself lately I'm really wanting a mentor, really wanting someone I can go to and ask questions and ask advice. And I was reading a book the other day um, called The Tao of Influence. And I was like, hmm, I like this book because I love the Tao, you understand? If you've never heard of the Tao, it's a beautiful philosophy. It's a beautiful way of living. You know, I often say uh, I, I'm rooted in Christ through the lens of Rastafari, but in the flow of the Tao, understand? Those are, you know, three things I like to tune into, you know, three ideas, three philosophies, you know, spiritualities, right? And I'm reading this book and I'm really resonating to the author, you know? And it was interesting because that same day I was reading another book and this book is a six-part series and I always loved the first book but I never had the rest of them and the other day I was like you know what I'm just gonna order those other books so I ordered them and I was so excited to read them and as I'm reading them I wasn't feeling the resonance with the words and my my spirit kept telling me close the book but I was like nah nah like uh, I wanted to read these ones for so long I'm gonna continue and as I'm reading the book I'm realizing the author of the book is just full of shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, the first book was different, but these next books are actually really racist, I realized. And I'm like, this guy is a racist. And then I go online and I actually Google his name and type in racist. And there's other people in forums talking about how this guy's full of shit and he's a racist. <laughs> and it's interesting because before I even got to the racism in the book, I was really just not, the words weren't coming off of the paper for me. So in contrast, when I'm reading this other book, 
um, the Tao of Influence and the words are coming off the paper for me and I'm resonating and I'm like, wow. And then the next page I read, I notice the author says she's from Vancouver, BC, Canada. And right then and there, I was like, oh, I got to look her up. I got to look her up right now. And then I look her up and I realize she's a TED Talk speaker. Well, interesting enough, I got asked to do a TED Talk two days ago, three days ago. And then, interesting enough, this author teaches people how to do TED Talks. And I'm like, I have to talk to this woman. Then I go to her website, another page on the site, and there's a there's an option where you can book a time to talk with her. And in my spirit right there, I said, I need to talk to this woman. This woman may be a mentor for me. And I felt it. I felt like the completion of my cry because I cried in spirit a few days ago. I need a mentor. And a few days later, I felt the resident, the resonance of that cry come to life right in front of me. And I said, this woman right here, this woman I need to talk to. So I'm going to book a time with that woman. I haven't talked to her yet, you understand, but just with all the all, all, all the things that align and just how it's resonating. And the interesting thing is I looked, she actually lives in this, she actually lives in the same area my mom lives in. And I was like, wow, like what's, and yeah. with the affirmations. But a simple cry can do that. A simple cry, humbling yourself, saying what you need, stating what you need, and believing that it will come to you in some form, right? Often people don't believe in prayer because they think they're going to pray and then something's just going to drop out the sky, like I was just mentioning. No, it's not like that. If we are all of God's creations, that means God uses us to influence each other, to help each other. I may say something one day that resonates with you so much that you're like, yo, this is the thing. This is what I've been waiting for. I wanted to, this is what I needed to hear for this exact situation I was going through and I've been crying about it. Well, it's a possibility that we were aligned, that we were aligned, that a message came through me for you to receive. And you do the same thing for people. God uses you for your friends, for strangers sometimes, through conversations, and you lighten the spirits of others. But we must start with that simple cry, you understand? Give honor that, to that cry and don't turn a cold shoulder to yourself. Be real with how you feel, you understand? I think it's a powerful thing when someone can allow themselves as an adult, to still let that out. Give gratitude. And then just know everything is going to be all right. You understand? Mm. It's a vibe thing, y'all. I'll see you again soon.